0: Welcome to the fucking show. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another great episode of Only Bruins. I am one half of your host today, Downtown Boosie. What up, what up? And this episode is brought to you by the one and only Primetime Productions. If you haven't yet, go check them out. There's a new Primetime Parlay over there that can make you some serious cashola. If you're in the business of making money, go check them out. You'll find everything you need to find. uh Excuse me on Twitter. But uh not much to talk about this week. We are staying away from the trade talk, I promise you, because we're gearing up pretty soon. But we got we got one game to talk about. We got some other shit to talk about. We can have some fun this episode. No Bobby's corner this week. Our man took the week off. He has he had a busy schedule, so you you just have us two buffoons this week. We love you, Bobo. Hope uh hope the week isn't too busy for you. But my brother from another mother, Brett. Whatever he wants to call himself, Howie. How's it going, buddy?
1: <laughs> I notice you've been calling me that a little more lately. I don't even know if I like it anymore, to be honest. Now no, I'm like, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, fuck. I don't know. Now I don't know what to respond to. But not much, man. Like you said, I got the we got the primetime parlay going over primetime productions. It's a daily betting show hosted by Poolside Pat and Tommy Stats. I'm on the ones and twos. We got Professor Puck in the fold every couple of days. Um, we had fucking Chris Davis Melanson on last night um, to shed both of their picks. It's been pretty good so far. Other than that, man, just, you know, been working hard at a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, just happy hockey's back. And we're on to the second half of the season now. Oh, dude, I got this trade proposed. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I was gonna fucking at the pod right there. <laughs> no, no, no. We've been so trade, trade, trade heavy lately that we oh, are trade. trying to force ourselves to take a break. My DMs no, are um, fucking flooded,
1: too. Like, there's so many people. I'm like, I, I don't even want to talk about this right now. I have so many other
0: things well, going on. The, the Bruins have been quiet lately, too. Like, I, yeah. I mean, the, news came like, we, we're not gonna really dive into it, but I mean, it, it, if you're a Bruins fan, you kind of know that the Bruins were in. The Bruins were in on Lindholm, but they wanted an extension to come with it, and that wasn't guaranteed. And I'm happy. Of course, Lindholm scores two goals, two power play goals, his first game with Vancouver, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, get and all tonight. The, yeah, the Bruins, well, you guys are listening bright and early in your morning yeah, commute yeah, sure. Friday morning, but the Bruins have, hopefully while you're listening, where you guys are listening, hopefully while you guys are listening, Excuse me, it's after a Bruins dub against one of the best teams in the NHL right now. So, truly, Bruins will truly be battle-tested tonight as uh, they lost Pacha for the season. We'll get into that in a little bit. They friggin' just got... They did nothing right Tuesday night. But before we get into any Bruins talk, with that being said, I will... So as, if you're a listener of the show, I mean, I've kind of I haven't really directly talked about it or like and I don't talk about it on Twitter because I try to leave like my personal life away from Twitter. Because if you're on Twitter, you know what Twitter's like. But um, I will not be here next week. I should be back the following week. Bobby Bruski himself is going to fill in for me next week. And uh, Brett or shall I say Howie and the tripod are, uh, are going to be holding down the fort. Baby Boosie's coming next week. Uh, if he's not here by Wednesday, the wife is getting induced, and we will have Baby Boosie by Thursday, maybe Friday. So I will not be here, and uh, I'm fucking excited, obviously. I had a close, as as you know, Brett, and um, some listeners know who I'm close with. Uh, I had a close call Sunday morning. I'm away at a hockey tournament with... Cause I do want to talk about the hockey tournament. Let me give those guys a shout out a little bit too. So just give me like fucking 30 minutes right now. No, not really. <laughs> One give thing me. I do want to
1: say real quick, your, your baby could be a podcast baby born on a podcast day. Recording. Dude, that would be
0: awesome. I know. Eh? I, I hope when you, I that. hope when you guys are recording next, now that I think about it, I get a I snap. Hope when you guys are recording next week. I send you guys a picture be like, Hey, baby boost his hair. And then you guys can fucking talk about it on the pod. That would be sick. But, <laughs> No, so I uh, had a close call. This, this, uh, We thought Baby Boosie was coming coming uh, Sunday or Monday, and uh, got a call. I'm hungover. I'm hurting for a squirting in, uh, up in uh, Lake Winnie, Lake Winnipesaukee, playing in the classic uh, pond hockey tournament, whatever the fuck you want to call it, with the blue waffles. Uh, I only knew one guy on the team going into it, my boy Ethan, and uh, came out with a few new friends. Hell of a group over there. Uh, Some really good guys. We went three and one on the weekend. Did not advance to Sunday because uh, the team that advanced in our conference, whatever you want to say, division, uh, went undefeated, and they were the team that beat us like thirteen to twelve on a weak ass backhander because you get those little like nets that you like the Mm -hmm. little ones, Um, you can't and you can't shoot past half ice. All these like little rules, whatever, right and uh, they the, the they knew the buzzer was coming to an end on, in the second half, and they just take a rinky dink backhander hits off our defender's uh shaft and goes in with like oh. seconds left, and we fucking lost, which sucked because I'm I'm obviously they ended up going four and all, but they really like weren't fucking good. They just somehow. Could hit the fucking net every time. They were shooting from anywhere, but they could somehow yeah. hit the fucking net from anywhere. But regardless, we did not advance to Sunday. Went three and one on the weekend, so that's that's over five hundo. I'll take that. And uh, really good group of guys. I, I had a I had a lot of fun. Deleted a lot of silvers. Introduced some new guys to to the silvers too, and they were very impressed. Uh, so I, I was happy about that. I I, I felt like I a did my a
1: job. Pinball. What's that? Heineken, you should start a Heineken silver cult.
0: That's basically <laughs> what I'm trying to do on, uh, yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> but, no, so that, that was a blast. But uh stayed up to like 1.30 or 2 in the morning, Saturday night, deleting the last of the silvers that we had because we knew we were heading home in the morning. And uh, I get a call from the wifey at 7 a.m. Hey, I think it's go time. I'm like, well, don't fucking say that. So I pack up and I'm on the road within like 20, 30 minutes. And uh, I get home, go to the hospital. We spend all of Sunday there, majority of Monday there, and I, th- I think we got discharged pretty late Sunday night or Monday night or so- something like it. It's all fucking blurred to me. Like I was playing Xbox with you last night, and I was telling you like my days are all fucked up now. I thought. <laughs> I was talking like Wednesday when last night was fucking Wednesday. It was all it was all <laughs> fl- fucking blur, but yeah. So we we got end up she ended up having a kidney stone, which caused contractions and complications. Not complications for the baby, but it was causing the contractions. So we thought like once the kidney stone had passed, we thought they were going to induce her, but they really don't want to induce babies before 39 weeks. She would, she was 38 weeks this, this past Monday. So they really don't want to, unless they have to, unless there's complications to the baby. There were no complications to the baby. The baby was healthy the whole time, but the kidney stone and the stress on her body, like the baby can feed off that. So Mm -hmm. we stayed over Sunday night. And like I said, we didn't uh, get discharged till Monday night. And, um, so this whole time, we're kind of just like chilling, thinking the baby's coming. And then they just come in. They're like, yeah, you're actually good to go home. And uh, we're just going to monitor you for a little bit longer. And, and so be it. And that was the case. So then we had a follow-up Wednesday morning. That's when we came to the decision if, because the doctor basically said, like, if he could come any day now. So we're on baby watch. Literally, like, I couldn't. And this pod within ten minutes. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Don't ruin it for me, honey. Oh, just kidding. Hey Bridget,
1: (laughs) keep that thing inside you.
0: Buy me some fucking time, huh? Because um (laughs) we got a Bruins game to watch tonight too, but No, and I really don't want to watch the Super Bowl in the. Dude, dude, funny, funny
1: labor story. Not for me, but my mom always tells this story about me. She says that, dude, back in like back in the day, labor was like could go on days, right? Yeah. And uh, my mom was in labor with me for 48 hours. The Leafs were on a back to back, and she had to watch the Leafs lose twice while she was in labor with me on like a 48 hour kick she always reminds me of it she's like i had to sit there and watch the leaves <laughs> lose twice
0: <laughs> listen like i i you know i love your mom love you obviously but i do not feel bad for yeah. seeing the leaves lose like <laughs> oh, that yeah
1: it's, it's what well, Ironically,
0: it's, you come out a Bruins fan too, which is the best part too.
1: Yeah, she said so she like knew it. there was some sort of bad omen, she just couldn't figure out exactly what it was. And uh, years later, I got a Bruins podcast and go by Boston <laughs> Brett now, so <laughs> she the really iron. uh, yeah, the catch 22 for that, but yeah, man, luckily it's not like that anymore where you got to go through like 48 and 72 hour labors.
0: Oh my god, well, they they always say they say the first birth could be like takes a while so we'll see mm-hmm. but I, like bridget's mom um their her oldest brother uh he was obviously the first one for them that she ended up giving birth in a dunkin donuts parking lot because her dad <laughs> wanted her dad wanted to stop for a diet coke on the way to the hospital <laughs> and how bostonian is that Born that is the, the most donuts i was gonna say lot.
1: That's the most Bostonian thing ever. That's fucking. And you know hilarious. where he's getting a
0: law degree from right now? Where? I haven't. He won an only Boston College, baby. Oh, Chestnut Boston Hill College.
1: Chestnut Hill, Boston College. Uh, dude, now I, I have my one of my buddies, his wife went into labor. She was in and out. Well, not in and out, but like in with the baby out of her in like three and a half hours. And yeah, I was like,
0: are you? It's fucking crazy now. I, well, that's what I'm banking on, but <laughs> yeah. if that's the case. And he's going to be a Valentine's baby. And then whoever his future baby mama is, girlfriends, oh, fiancés, whatever, they're all going to hate him. So yeah. we're kind of setting it up for failure there. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's not the case. So I could essentially save him a lot of money, but it might cause a lot of heartbreak. So we'll see. But <laughs> no, yeah. So um, yeah, imagine having to go
1: out to dinner with a guy and then you got to pay because it's his birthday for Valentine's
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Day. laughs> it's such but a he, thing <laughs> I know, but he buys you flowers though so it's all good yeah. right yeah he's I'll a chocolates guy, yeah he'll yeah. yeah. put a little cute instagram post out there or something but no yeah. hell of a weekend man some great i met some awesome people uh my buddy ethan he's one of my really good buddies love that dude and uh, I was fortunate enough to get to join those guys for the weekend and it was truly a fucking blast like they were some really good dudes and um, I think obviously you guys were listening to me last week. I was like leaving at four. Oh, I think I left at 430 the next morning because all of them were up there Thursday and um And I'm like, you know Saturday or no. Yeah, Saturday came around we had our fun Friday, Friday night and stuff because we had early games Friday. And then Saturday comes around. Two guys are gonzo. You know, I'm like, damn, these guys can't fucking rally, dude. What the fuck? And, like, they're younger than me, too. But then I forgot they were there Thursday night, too. Yeah, so, like, okay, I, back I understand back for them. That. Yeah. yeah, they blew their load uh, after the second night. Which they, accidentally to...
1: got the, they accidentally got the green light on the Thursday. <laughs> By yeah, accident, yeah,
0: you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I get it, man. You get up there, you got you rent a nice house, and you, you get mm-hmm. beers with the boys because I don't think they see each other all that often. But, um, so is that it, the it pond was...
1: that Barstool did did the first one at? The you know how they do the yeah, I don't know, were... I don't know
0: where their first one was though.
1: I thought it was at Lake Quinnipiac, but I could be wrong.
0: Oh, well, this was Lake Winnipesaukee, so
1: Winnipesaukee came in, never, never mind. I don't know I mean, man, could I don't have know. Been.
0: So the problem is like they've had it some might have been over the song, year. Dude. They've been they've been having troubles over the year and like the years, and the guys were saying like this some of the bet and like Friday the ice was fucked, dude. The yeah, ice you sent me a picture, fucked.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: Saturday was much better because it all froze over. Uh, I'm still pretty rough, but I was just like I was trying not to fucking tear an ACL or anything. (laughs) Yeah, like I didn't want to fucking tear my ACL and then my son be born and I'm fucking I'm in I'm I'm having surgery on my ACL. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh but no it was just cheering on bridget let's go honey your legs <laughs> up in a fucking cast we're just facetiming each other from the rooms <laughs> but no so it was the best part too like our last our last game we were up like 10 to 1 right and you could tell two of these guys on this team fucking hammered absolutely hammered and uh the, they had a girl on their team. She was actually pretty good. There was another girl with them, but she was she wasn't in gear or anything. She was just watching, chilling, mm-hmm. whatever, like having drinks I'm like, all right, like she's probably someone's boyfriend or friend of the girl or whatever. And we were up ten to one. Things started getting chippy. The two drunk guys like start fucking like playing a little bit hard, playing a little bit physical. Like, dude, it's fucking pond hockey. Like some yeah. people take it way too serious, and it's a little. It's a little weird it's a little sad but whatever to each of their own maybe they're just happy to get away from their wives and kids i don't know but i'm not here to judge i'm just here to say that that team's a bunch of scumbags and uh so no they were getting a little bit chippy on some of our guys like the guy was like battling for a puck on the boards. And you got to remember the boards are like a foot foot and a half high because mm-hmm. they're just pond hockey boards to keep the puck in play Cross checks him from behind, and then the guy was like, "All right, whatever." He lets it go, then gets cross checked again, and he's like, "You know what? Fuck it!" And, like, let lets it slide because you don't want to get kicked out of the tournament. Then he like slashes him or something. So the guy just our butt our guy turns around, and he just fucking two hands him right in the teeth. And I was like, "Oh, oh. boy!" And then the best part about it, there are spectators there. There are people watching. There's a group of like four, five, or six people watching the game, right? And mm. They, they, uh, they didn't. We, we didn't know them. The, the people knew no one playing, but they chirped one of our guys before the game, and our buddy just like laughed at, laughed it off, whatever, and said, "Ha, ha fuck off." And they're mm-hmm. like, "Okay, he can take a joke," so we're gonna be on their side. They're like, "All right, we'll, we'll be on his side." So the other team was completely convinced that they, were, those guys were on our side, and they're chirping the whole time, getting under these two drunk guys' skin, and it's just making for a shit show right and then the girl the girl that was on the bench the 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 one that wasn't playing she walks over with a stick walks around over with a stick and one of the guys chirping she cross checks him from behind onto the ice like stop talking shit blah 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 like she's running her mouth dude she's like five foot two you can tell she's a keeper too because she's she's a fiery she's a fiery uh girl like she she's just like you know like if you need
1: your if you need your food sent back at the restaurant yeah, exactly, exactly
0: and, and, and you need be one so, of those so like they start getting into it and they had like a female with them too so she like gets in the middle of it and there's like pushing and shoving and then the girl who cross-checked that guy her glasses fall off because right before that happened she's like do you want me to beat your fucking ass and then uh her glasses fall off Dude, she looked like a raccoon. Two black guys and a cut on her nose. Oh, my God. So, like, the guys are, like, going at her, like, oh, like, you look like you shouldn't be in a fight, blah, blah, blah. Turns out the day before she, like, none, their whole team, they weren't wearing anything. They just wore a bucket, like, nothing covering their face. She's, like, five foot two, right? And she takes a puck to the nose, gets a nice little gash. Two, obviously, broken broken nose. nose. Yeah, two black guys and it just made it, like, that much worse for them, whatever. And it's just, like, and then so at halftime, like, there's a lot more to it, but I don't need to give every fucking detail. I just thought it was fucking hilarious because, like, We're just there to play pond hockey. And then at halftime, they're like, you know what? You guys can have the fucking win, whatever. And basically, like, the the scorekeeper people, referees, whatever you want to call them, they're basically going to call the game anyways because they were getting really fed up. And they're all volunteers, too. So, like, they don't Mm -hmm. want to deal with that bullshit. So it was was pretty funny. So the people were like, oh, fuck it. And then um, there's one really drunk guy. And he, like, skates over to us. He's like, so you guys really didn't know anyone? We're like, no. We didn't know anyone like we didn't know any of those guys. He like, said, what, what the it. fuck? Man? Why were they picking on me? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Maybe you're just a mental midget. I don't fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's the, that was our last game. And uh so it, it sucks though because it would have been nice to see what we could have won by when we were up 10 to one in the first, but mm-hmm. uh whatever though, it, it was still a blast. It was funny to like, kind of get into it back and forth. No one got in trouble. No, no one got hurt. So that's that's a win in my books, but hell of a weekend had a lot of fun. Lake Winnipesaukee is fucking awesome. And that was my first time playing in that tournament. And it definitely won't be my last because that that was so much fun. So yeah, I have always want to, wanted shout to, out our, wanted to shout out the blue waffles and uh, mention the close call that we had Sunday morning. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. like still like in recovery mode from like this past week. It's just like, holy fuck, man. It's like. Trying to get it make making sure everything's ready, just trying to enjoy what time I have left and of being of not having a little shit to take care of, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> said that was love, baby. But no, so it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It'd I be am, hilarious
1: uh, when you don't realize Bridget's been listening to the pod this whole time, and she's like, Little shit, just yeah, yells oh, across yeah. the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. So I, I texted my family group chat. When, um, we left the doctor's Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. and and so like the baby's weighing between eight and nine pounds, and that like that's a bit that's a big, hefty boy. A that's, big a boy. Fucking, that's a linebacker right there. and uh, <laughs> so she like we feel I filled the family in. I'm like, yeah, if the baby doesn't come by Wednesday of next week, like she'll be induced, blah, blah blah. And like we're like, yeah, he's weighing between eight and nine pounds. So they're like, oh, big baby. And I just, I just reply like, oh yeah, fat fuck. <laughs> my mom's like, be nice. I'm like, I say that with love. <laughs> I say that with love. But, um, no, so I, I'm really excited. I obviously I appreciate you and Baba holding down the fort. And, um, it's uh, it's it's go time for me, baby. So this is my last epi at least for two weeks and uh I'm very much looking forward to it. Cause we only have one game to talk about and that's really it. And it wasn't much of a game to talk about. I mean, the drones no. got fucking bullied around Tuesday. Like I, they were 10 still day layoff. Year, and, yeah. Like 10 day layoff is fucking hard, huh? Like, Dude.
1: And sweat. Like the goalie who played was coming, you know, didn't practice the day. I don't know if it was the day before, and like passed it in practice because they were coming in neither, you know, them the yeah, neither of them practiced their game. Yeah, neither of them
0: practiced Monday. And I don't know about Mon I don't know about Monday though.
1: Yeah, I think they did practice Monday.
0: But still, yeah. like it just I don't know. I thought you play
1: all mark in that first game coming back, but That's whatever. I, I agree there, man. Yeah. I dude, it's so funny. Everyone was coming at me for not pointing out Swayman let him that soft goal. But me and you were playing Xbox when he let in that goal. And I was like, I was like, sw- I would pull Swayman right now and play All Mark two games in a row for constantly trying to fight guys and not worrying about stopping the fucking puck right now. And everyone online's coming at me like it was a soft Swayman goal. Like, yo, yeah, no shit, but Forbert can't skate backwards, and that's a bigger problem to like- me.
0: Yeah, because you know Swayman, ten times out of ten, again is gonna say make that save. He just like it was. It was. He didn't know the shot was coming. It shouldn't have been coming. Like, like, there's no way forward should have been burnt that bad by another defenseman. Noah Hannafin. It's not like it's fucking Quinn Hughes. Exactly.
1: That's what I was just gonna say. Quinn Hughes, Kale McCarr. I put my hands up and go fuck. One of the best players in the world. Even Matt Barzell. Travis Konechny, a forward like that, fuck, yeah. they're fast guys, whatever, right? You learn in Peewee, especially if it if you're a defenseman and a defenseman's coming at you, you ride him to the boards because he's not a fucking forward. Like, the fact that people are like, oh, he rode him wide, though, that doesn't help. Like, you're supposed to be the meanest, biggest guy on the fucking team and you can't ride Hannafin, who's not the fastest of feet, Flight, flight of feet, whatever. You can't put him into the boards. Like, to me, that's... To me, there's a lot of problems on that play. JD not poked it, like, you know, not going hard on the four check. Like, there's a lot of fucking problems with that play. But even our, our fucking fellows over at uh, Bench Rates, they quote tweeted my fucking video and they were like, funny because Vesna's, or sorry, Vesna, Swayman's still in the fucking Vesna conversation. And who the fuck is Forbert? Like, I'm sorry. Like, well, we're fucking yeah. talking about it. Like, you got like analytic. I, there there are nerds. so analytic nerds that are coming out of the woodworks being like, "No, yeah, sw- even after this goal, Swayman's still second in Vesna voting out of our our analytic look at things. I know people don't love analytics, but they work sometimes. And you're worried about, you know, that leaky goal from a fucking potential Vesna winner when, that shot should have never been put on net. Like, and I know we're going to fucking get quote tweeted and I'm going to hear it about this again because people think that I just hate on Forbert. No, I actually really like Forbert. I think he's a good guy. I think he's an NHL player. I just don't, I just think there's other players on this roster who have passed him by and I just don't understand. Like, even tonight, Shattenkirk's out and Walterspin's in. Why the fuck is Forbert playing tonight?
0: That, yeah, that's... It's insane to me. You're playing how the can best. You, team. How can you watch the game the other night and just say, yeah, Forward deserves to play another game? Like, why are you sitting in and Kirk over Forward? Like, I get it that like, you're trying to save miles on uh, Shat and legs, but which is why? fine. W- which is fine, but he just had a 10 day layoff. Yeah. And like, that's you're my at thing. Home yeah. for the, you're at home after tonight for another five home games. So it's like, well, why? Like, I get it if there's travel in between, but you're home. Like, are you are you trying to just help forward get out of this like it's not even like a funk anymore He just he has lost a step due to injuries and it's unfortunate it yeah but it's it's been this way since he came back from injury last year and it's a lower body injury and, and that's the price he's going to have to pay for blocking shots the way he has his whole career being a pk kind of guy like
1: it's hard the weird minutes, tear,
0: man. man. It's it's gonna happen. What is he 29, 30, 31 years old? Like he's been doing it for what 10 years now? A plus when juniors. Yeah, like that. It's always been his MO since he's started playing like top-level hockey. So it's like it, it obviously it's gonna take like you see it with these guys who are like physical players, like the wear and tear, so it's not normal, it, it's not unnormal for him. To just lose Dude, a step like this. And it, it, it does suck how quick it happened, but mm. like he hasn't been the same since coming back from injury last
1: year. Oh, and that's what I was gonna say too. For everyone who says it's a hundred percent hate, no, it's a hundred percent what Boosie just said, and also on top of that, we were banging the forbert in the lineup drum last year. Oh, yeah, like. You know what I mean? Like, we were all cool with Forbert being in the lineup last year because he was fucking producing at a good clip. Ever since that injury at the end of the year and that playoff series in Florida, he's never looked the same.
0: We said all last season that we want Forbert to make us eat our our words, and for 90% of the season, he was last year. And And he made Clifton
1: a better player, which – pissed you the fuck off but we admitted yeah. we were wrong and
0: clifton made me my words and clifton went out and got his bag And yeah good for him but obviously they're <laughs> buffalo's easily seen the kind of player that clifton is but whatever yeah. undrafted undrafted free asian signs with the bruins gets a chance and he gets his bag hell yeah dude i'm all for that man but as long as it's not with the bruins obviously but yeah, yeah and no, that's another thing too
1: someone told me that. Someone told me yesterday, like not trade talk talk, but someone told me yesterday that Forbert could get you more in a trade than Grizzly, And that's just simply not right. <laughs> that's just simply yeah, wrong. Like they're
0: both they having can... off years, but that's not the case at all because no. Forbert's lost a step. Grizzlick hasn't lost a step. It's all it's all mental. It's between the ears mm. for him.
1: Like it, it was it, the Orloff thing, getting scratched for Orloff. Ever since yeah. then, I just I don't think he's looked yes the same.
0: No, 100 yeah. percent agree. So that that's that's what's annoying, is like I want forward to work out. We are not in the business of hating on Bruins players, unless you're an absolute scumbag, but we want every single Bruins player who's in the lineup, who's even in the organization. We want them to succeed because look, look at, look at last year. Like you saw the growth with our podcast in online interactions last year because we were having so much fun. Every player was having a Mm -hmm having a hell of a year. We're safe. We come back from every
1: (laughs) deficit. Like, every fucking time we were down in a game. I'm pretty sure our record being down in a game was better than fucking when we were up in a game last year.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe by, like, a game or two because we lost two games last year, but... (laughs) (laughs) Negative two, dude. It's just... (laughs) It's crazy, man. Like, for people to think that you're in the business of, like, piling on forward, it's like... Like you can't defend his play anymore. You you and, just can't. He simply yeah. lost
1: step. And like when I say I, I know I word the tweet like a fucking I'm being I'm trying to be funny, you know, like I'm trying to draw engagement. I'm like forbert defenders. I just want to talk for a second and I'm being honest. I just want to talk. I want to know how you guys are seriously still defending this guy being in the lineup. It has nothing to do with defending him as a person or fucking any of this other shit. Like I get it. He's a fun guy. The guys in the locker room love him. He's probably great to crush beers with. That's not what any of it has to do with. What it has to do with is Wotherspoon's passed him by on the roster and that's just it
0: yeah and that's that's the unfortunate case and it's unfortunate for watherspoon because forward's going to keep getting these chances because of his contract and they're probably trying to showcase him at the same time too because i mean if if you could do a
1: swap that'd be best option for a different bottom pairing defenseman
0: yeah just Yeah. yeah you guys can have your like
1: Yeah, you guess who that is. We've said it a million zillion fucking times, but that I I don't know what else to do other than keep him out of the fucking lineup.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm glad Watherspoon's getting back into the lineup tonight. By the way, I do not like him with a beard. Without a beard.
1: Yeah, he's a good looking fella. I did not he's realize. A, I did not realize a, what you were saying. Yeah, dude. I was like, You sent me a snap, you're like, Waller spoon's hot. And I was just like, this guy's wasted. I was like, and, then, then
0: and then and then you're like, like, oh, well, he's <laughs> wasted, but he's right. <laughs> oh, wait a second. He's drunk, but I'm horny now. <laughs> <laughs> Bricked up, <top>, baby. <laughs> baby number two on the way. Um, <laughs> this guy's just pumping out streams. <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh so th- that's what sucks because I I want Forbert to be successful. If he's one eighty,
1: I'd shut the fuck up and eat my crow.
0: Oh, e- oh, all day, simple. all, all yeah. day. Uh, but it's I don't see that happening. I hope it does, but I don't see it happening. I just mm. I-, I think all the wear and tears finally catching up to him, and that's unfortunate. But dude, him as your se- if you really
1: if they can't find a trade partner for him, him as your seventh defenseman in the playoffs isn't a bad thing. Like, that's a good fucking thing.
0: No, not at all. It may be like in the playoffs, you shorten the bench a little bit and, play, and roll mm. 5D and get a little bit of a cycle going. And, and put like, that's the one nice thing about home ice, though, is like for a majority of it, like you, you are capable of putting him in a position to succeed. Mm-hmm. So, but. Now the power plays that
1: were or penalty kill that wears me, which is his specialty. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, and he hasn't looked good on the PK since coming back. But like, I don't want to give up on forward yet. I I, I do oh. not.
1: If there's a swap, do it. He but can if be solved for the team. Him. If if
0: if I had to pick between him and Krizik, yeah, and yeah, don't don't trade forward just to trade forward. Mm. Like I get it. Like you do need a salary dump, but like, there's more value with Krizic yeah and Grizzlick, I mean, as far as like trades you've seen so far because Sean Monahan went for a first, like mm. Grizzlick should be easily be able third. to get you a, I was gonna say at least a second.
1: oh, there you go. yeah,
0: like i I think he can fetch you a second. I mean, and and, and that's great because in my eyes, i I see like, yes, they're inexperienced players, but I see Lori. In Watherspoon similar to Forbert and Grizzlick. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lorai has a lot of holes in his game. I think Watherspoon his game is more sound, and it, it, you're not going to hear much about Watherspoon, which is what you want to hear from a stay-at-home guy, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Lorai, and obviously he got a scary injury the other night in Providence. It looks like oh, his yeah, leg got cut. Yeah. And, and to be honest, like you kind of hope that it's a cut rather than yeah than injury. an ACL tear some yeah shit. because I mean you oh, you saw what happened with last night, dude.
1: Oh, dude, yeah, his foot flipped like fucking zero to fucking what
0: a weird Instagram post by him. A concerning Instagram post by him, right?
1: Yeah, Did you man. See that?
0: I think. About- I- the painkill, the the
1: yeah i i think you put him in the assistance program uh, right away (laughs) yeah like that's
0: that that is some red flags right there
1: yeah and like dude that's the fucking rigors of being a sports athlete right like yeah that's shit you carrie price fucking eight fucking he came out and said it he ate fucking painkillers that whole fucking him in like he didn't shake theodore or sorry Shea Weber didn't get addicted, but Carey Price talks about how that that Stanley Cup run they went on in the bubble like he was eating those things like fucking Flintstones vitamins.
0: <laughs> sorry, I, I don't mean to laugh at that. No, Just,
1: yeah, sorry. It's a bad, yeah. I shouldn't. I, trying to make light of a
0: shitty he but he's
1: doing good now. He went in the program, you know, like he's at home with his wife and kids like that's fucking, actually
0: now that we're on the topic before we like kind of go back to Bruins stuff. Um, I think it's getting And I'm glad they have the player assistance Program don't take mm-hmm. this the wrong Way but it's getting a Little concerning by how many Players are entering the Player assistance program right like Yeah just just as Far as like You you hear stories like Interviews all the time about how these older Players talk about how they are oh, you know They got shot up with something or They mm-hmm. took some pain medication like Like, that's the concerning part. Obviously, Kuznetsov is the latest one to go into the player assistance program, and he's had some trouble in the past of his booger sugar. So you got to wonder if it's something drug. Dude, Nakushkin just
1: went in, too.
0: Like, yeah, the like, players that,
1: like, okay, I'm not going to talk about the five. We know the five, but fucking yeah. other than the five, there's been a lot of players entering the assistance program right now. Like, one from our team, unfucking fortunate horrible situation. Fucking Nik- Nikushkin, That's him from
0: being a piece of shit, though.
1: Yeah, and, like, you know, Perry, Nikushkin, fucking probably Sergeyev now. Kuzma, Kuzma, uh, it fuck. could happen
0: with Sergeyev, but no, I get where yeah, you're going like, it's and
1: it's It's just... I'm, for Ver- like a lot of the and like you you hope the best for these guys because like yeah you fuck they're you know they're nhl players like th- this is their job they're they're under the spotlight fucking and my- magnifying glass like all the fucking time yeah. like you know we yeah they get paid million that doesn't mean shit when you're a regular person man yeah. that has
0: regular fucking feelings like it's like money doesn't so, mean shit when your head's not in the right place like i just I think
1: mean- what you're saying is just like it it just seems like a fucked up weird year where there's been like a lot of controversy, controversy and problems within the NHL. And like, that's not even talking about off ice stuff like Arizona and other shit like that. Like well, personally, it's just like, yeah. Uh, the NHL's just like had a f- the NHL's had a few black eyes this year, whether it's
0: um, understanding and warranted or not. So here's my thing, right? Like, it could be a, a combo of several things. It could be a combo of players maybe just feeling more comfortable with entering the player assistance program, which is good, it, which is good. Obviously that's yeah. what you want. Like, especially yeah. after hearing Glenn Haley on the latest bit in Chicklets episode where he works with uh, alumni and players like that, where yeah. he gets calls about guys who he even said, he's like, guys will call for help. And then there's a 30 second pause, because they have second get like it's hard for any it's not just hard for guys it's it's hard for anyone to open up i mean i've been pretty vulnerable with my past you know being in therapy for 12 years now uh really working on myself and like it's that wasn't easy at some like that wasn't easy for me to do at such a young age because just the there's a lot of things. how, you how we you know, grew up right yeah like, like you
1: don't want to think something's wrong one two it's hard to ask for help fucking yeah. three you don't like to like i don't for me i don't like to talk about my problems um well, that, like, that, that's you know what i mean like
0: too. for me personally sorry to cut you off but I don't, you know. i'm gonna forget this for me personally one of the toughest things like i have therapy on thursdays right and one of yeah, the toughest things right i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> i'm kidding kidding that's a bad joke <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's all good man right you know how i like to cope with things i like to make yeah, fun yeah. Of myself. my biggest thing is what was really hard for me at the beginning was i'm having a good day i don't need to go to therapy today yes you know and then another week passes it's like holy shit i had you know i'll cancel whatever Get Charged me for but I don't want to fucking open up because I'm in a good headspace. I'm sick of crying I'm not crying today, so I'm gonna keep this going and then Friday Saturday Sunday night whichever night comes around I'm fucking crying because I Mm -hmm. I battle with a lot of anxiety and depression right and I've worked really hard on myself and obviously it's been really hard since my dad Passed and just like knowing that and knowing that I have a son about to enter this world. He's not going to meet his grandfather. He's only he's only going to get to meet one of his grandfathers and like the amount of stuff that's happened for me personally since my dad has passed sucks because it's been 4 years of personal growth, growth mm. within my family. Like that's what's that's the hardest part and I battle with that all the time. And again, I'm not trying to make this about me, but like I'm trying to give like uh, perspective here yeah. you know like like that's that's probably the biggest thing because obviously at 21 I tried to kill myself mm-hmm. I, and ever since then I've 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 worked really hard to get to where I am and some days I just like like I don't care if it's a good or bad day I finally realized I have to go to therapy because it's what's best for me I have to take my larazin pan when 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 needed like i i can't just be like oh i'm good like i can't just mm-hmm. you know the because there's players like and this kind of leads into the player assistance program like it's easy to drink away the pain it's yeah. it, it, it it's especially easy. when you have money it, yeah when you have money when you you're around the fellas to whatever drugs you want yeah when you're around the fellas like after There's, practice before like, you you know the, that's the thing too is like these guys aren't alone a lot and i'm sure when they are those alone times get dark very quickly and i that's just this right? used because to
1: talk about it a lot like he couldn't fucking fall yeah. asleep in pregame because he like had he'd be yeah. waiting to fight somebody that night and do like drugs someone, instead
0: i'm someone who always lived alone like i i always loved living alone i did not like the idea of living with friends or roommates whatever till i lived with like a significant other right so like Mm -hmm. everything was good everything was you know everything was good and then you get home and it's seven or eight o'clock at night something hits you or like you're just like i don't know man like and that's just me speaking from my perspective so like when you're under a national spotlight right like Mm -hmm. you play for you you play for the washington capitals who won the stanley cup a few years ago you are one of their star players with a big contract
1: you are stanley cup winner
0: yeah and like that's that's a big spotlight on you and you can't exactly escape the spotlight you can Mm -hmm. spend time with your family whatever you whenever you want right but if, if your wife's not there for you if your kids aren't there for you what are you doing in your spare time how are you spending your spare time like what like what are you are you you know substance abuse whatever like mm-hmm. it, it comes in different waves and it comes in different varieties and that's that's mm-hmm. the thing like everyone copes like like f- for instance like a friend of mine they're having a really hard time right now and you would never guess just by the person that they are right and mm-hmm. they i'm fortunate enough that they're open enough with me to talk about it with me and that makes me feel great i don't push their buttons or anything i just let them talk or if they just want to tell me that they're not having a good time right now like I, like just reassurance man let them know that i'm here for you and yeah. the thing is guys have to feel macho and yeah um there's a lot of people that put pressure on people like that it depends how you were raised it depends what world you fucking grew up in like and that's the toughest part and um to to go seek help isn't a sign a weakness i look mm. at it as a sign of strength like that's macho of you because i mean player like kuznetsov several other play, many other players who have entered in the past like carrie price man one of the best cold tenders mm-hmm. to of play all time at, uh, of all time to play the game he 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 New And he plays in Montreal, so he knew yeah, the spot One spa- of the Meccas So that's, that's like, kudos to people like that So I, I love that, and I know we've kind of got, like, gone oh, a little one- bit off the train tracks But it's just, like, that's my biggest concern And maybe it's because, like, going back to what we originally say, Maybe it's people just feeling more comfortable with mm-hmm. the idea of entering the players' assistance program well, and that's the thing
1: too that like I love is the stigma's going away. That's what makes me feel good yeah. about this. Is like the stigma's going away these guys are re- you know the And like what I was going to uh like circle back to something you said earlier. Um like about not going to therapy one week. Cause you're like, I don't need it. Fucking, I feel good this week. Like, you know, I'm not going to yeah. take my pills today. Cause I, I, you know, I'm better now. I'm better. Like yeah. I'm all good now. Right. And everybody has those moments, whatever. But like what I was going to circle it back to is I've had those exact same thing. Like my, I know you know this, but like my parents got divorced at a really young age. It was a, when, sorry, when I was 16 and my family, my siblings were like really, really fucking young. And, um, I had to go to, like group therapy because of like how messy the divorce was and things that happened, you know, and um you know, I I would miss weeks of group therapy and at the time I was like helping my mom raise my siblings cuz she's like sick and not doing well yeah. and I was just like constantly going, you know, and never gave myself a minute and I was always on and I'd always and my mom would always like point out to me like you didn't go to group therapy this week like you're you're kind of off like it was like I needed it, you know, like it was yeah. somewhere where I I could go to like express like the fucking <laughs> bullshit I was going through at such a young age right and then mm-hmm. fast forward to like what you're saying earlier I was like well helping my mom you know going through high school like I I have kind of talked about this before but like I you know I've had p- big problems with drugs in my past um you know bringing people into my life that were not good for me and you know you don't see these things at the time and it like carries on and carries on and like man I didn't even like get in tune with my mental illness or even get a second to look at it. Cause of what I was going through with like my family and helping my mom and all this shit. And like, I remember 22, 23, like I just completely lost myself. Like I was living alone. Like you said, like, you know, all yeah. these thoughts start coming up. You start thinking about all these things that you had to do or didn't do, or, you know, missed out on or whatever the case may be. And, and that's the thing that like, I, I guess, long story short is like, you never know with some of these guys, like this could be trauma for when they're younger. Like this could be, you know, built up, aggression for like years and years uh you know heartbreak like like it's fucking it could be anything and like that's why like i know god i always i'm such a i was i'm so emotional but um you know that's why we always fucking talk tell people like like you're saying earlier like reach out to us like you're not alone like fucking me and boosie if we go through it everybody fucking goes through it like you know i'm having a tough time right now fucking we do, i bounce shit off you mel sully like all the fuck davis all the fucking fellas um and you know it's just you're not alone and i i guess the whole thing that we're like bringing this all around to is like i'm glad the stigma is going away i'm glad people can start talking about these things and i'm glad people can finally start getting the help that they want and deserve because you look at a guy like uh uh it was it, and uh, I always miss, mix their names up. Not Shane Wright, Spencer Knight. You know, he went through the assistance program, he was going through a tough time battling with his OCD and stuff, which he's come out and talked about now. But at the time, like, he, he just signed a contract, and everyone's like, What's going on? You know, and it's like, Yeah, good, good, good for him. Like, he could have, you know, what if he just went on and ruined his career because the mental side just got the best of him? You know, no, I,
0: exactly. 22
1: year old goalie,
0: superstar. Yeah, with his whole career ahead of him, a shit ton of money ahead of him, like that's that's what uh, I think a lot of people forget. Like, I mean, normal people like us who just go day day by day, work nine to fives, and are happy enough with that. Like, it 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 gets tough for the normal person, like the normal person like us. Like, I, I mean, one of the reasons why I love my drives to hockey is it's either there or back. At least one point, um, I'm I'm. Breaking down for a little bit because, like, I, you know, like she, she doesn't fucking listen to this. I, 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 I try not to break down in front of her because, yeah, like that's I don't know. Sometimes as a guy, you gotta, you gotta show, like, you know, she'll, you gotta be the rock.
1: Yeah, everyone has to
0: be the rock. She's going through it right now, obviously. You know, about to pop out a baby, so it's like you gotta kind of be the rock, and like I. I've learned with, I think that's one of the perks of working on myself for so many years. I pick and choose when I can let some stuff out. Right. Not just at therapy, but like it's stuff I've worked on myself. Like for Christ's sake, I have a fucking playlist that I know (laughs) songs that I know that's going to make me cry. And I know a lot of you guys see me on Twitter as the guy who fucking jerks off to Nickelback and (laughs) loves his beers and loves just, you know, having a good time yeah, yeah like I, I you know like and but cuz that is me but at the same mm-hmm. time like you know i do have dark days and unfortunately it's probably a 50-50 split right now and and that's the unfortunate world we live in so like and that's us where mm-hmm. you can only see us through twitter like i don't you know sometimes i don't tweet too often whatever but like that that's that's all you can see so these guys are under a spotlight right that we can see all the yeah. time if, if, half the time people are like people were shocked when uh night went into the player assistance yeah. program because you would have we been were all... we talked about it we were like yeah. and like then you get like the
1: shitty people it's like drugs what what is it right yeah, like they you always know like it, drugs or and alcohol it's like, as somebody who's da- had problems with drugs and alcohol in the past it's the worst thing to fucking hear man because like you know yeah the the like for me, the mental illness went hand in hand with the alcohol and I didn't, and yeah. alcohol and drugs, and I didn't realize it. Like I was doing cocaine at a really fucking young age and, you know, get myself into some really fucking horrible situations that I should have never been in. But, You know, I was trying to cope with something that I didn't know how to talk about or get out. I didn't have a good support system around me at the time. And, you know, it was just me and my girlfriend at the time. And we were both battered and bruised. And, you know, we were both two broken people that found each other and had a good time doing drugs to, you know, take the pain away. Right. And like it's it's different for everyone. And like I I said, I've mentioned everyone knows this. Like I suffer... this whole time, I didn't even know I suffered from OCD until like a couple of years ago. And it's completely changed my life, like being diagnosed with that. And like, I would have never known that if I didn't go and fucking take the steps to, you know, better myself as a human being. Like I told you, dude, before this podcast, like you would have never wanted to do a podcast with me i was off the fucking rails man like you know and i Well,
0: even that dude you disappeared for a while too from like yeah, i know you're obviously been, going through family stuff but no you disappeared I, I, for a little bit too and i'm like and then i mean even jokes jokes aside like you know we had a little talk this past summer too yeah <laughs> um,
1: yeah 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 um, we did
0: but yeah that was, yeah
1: that was a different kind of talk but um, oh yeah 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 <laughs> But yeah, like, and it's like, I needed that. Like I've told people before in the past that, you know, may or may not want to take your advice or like, you know, listen to what you have to say. But like, I seriously had to take a year off of Twitter. I had to take a year off of podcasting. Like I really had to get myself right or like, Boosie said earlier I don't think I would have made it through this one and if it wasn't for Boosie and the connections that I've made through this podcast in primetime production black and gold network when we were still affiliated with them like all those all those like Mark Allred fucking Mel Sully like you know Davis all these people that I bounced out fucking tanya mish fucking you know lauren marissa all these fucking friends that i talked to and have met through this podcast because i went and got the help to better myself and it fucking wasn't easy man like how many times did you try and get me on this and i still wasn't ready and finally i I found myself and i found my groove again and you know it's it, it takes a village man it does
0: No, it it does, and it 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 all starts with you too, and that's the thing as well. And you have to want help. Really happy about players doing, and sometimes it could be teams forcing players into those positions, right? But Mm -hmm. and again, this goes back to where this originally started from. Where I'm hoping that the reason why so many players are starting to enter the uh, player assistance program is because they feel comfortable. Uh, It sucks that people maybe didn't feel comfortable before. And we don't know that's the case. That's just what we're kind of hoping for. It's just what
1: we've heard on pod. Like you hear ex players on podcasts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The consensus. Yeah. That too. And.
1: And like, I'm so happy to be a fan of the Bruins, like a team that doesn't put up with shit like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like a team that is, has such a great culture. And like you hear about Bergeron talking to guys down in Maine with our ECHL, like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's something I'm just so proud to be a part of as a Bruins fan. And
0: that's like, cause there's a difference between front office and business stuff and players itself. Mm-hmm. when the shitty thing is it goes back to the last year player who will not be named on this fucking podcast ever again, because we've had to talk about it enough. But last year the Bruins made a signing of a shitty player, piece of shit, human being. That was a front office thing. Players weren't really told of it. And uh, when they did find out the players nipped it in the butt, they went to the front office. said, This is not like, this isn't uh, what we stand for? Look who your fucking captain was last year, yeah. right? And the worst part of a about slap him, in the
1: face to Chara, essentially,
0: yeah. Uh, the culture he built, well, I will say the culture him and Bergeron built, and yeah. May, yeah, maybe Chara started that whole thing, but, but yeah, him signing that
1: contract helped start yeah, this thing with Bergeron
0: working together on that. But the shitty thing is too, like, I'm sure Bruins fans don't forget is the position that they put patrice bergeron in last year but he was the perfect first loss guy of the be, season yep that too and he was the perfect guy to be mm-hmm. put in that position too because felino he's your, he's your golden boy felino yes but Fucking bergeron a guy away. a guy who was born and raised in the boston bruins organization uh he had to face the music he went he did a little sit down with i think it was elliot friedman right yep yeah it was that night
1: that night he had he already had an interview. We were planned. Playing in Toronto, <laughs> yeah, he, he had an interview already planned because I think they knew Bergeron's it was his last year, or they knew whispers of it. So Elliot yeah. Freeman had never interviewed Bergeron like that, and he just wanted to interview Bergeron and just ask him. Well, what's yeah, because how, how he's going
0: in years yeah. past, you never see Bergeron sit down like that. So yeah,
1: and that's what he had to deal with. Like, and Run. and you know yeah. the, the the organization learned from that, and you know took a black eye from it, and. But that's what we're talking about here. Is like you know, the, the the these teams have great communities. You know what I mean?
0: They do, and it's it's on the players. At the end of the day, it is on the players themselves to seek out help because uh, mm. teams, like if, if you want to put it in real world in a real world perspective, my parents, my family. Can't make me do anything if I'm not willing to put in the work, right? They can keep suggesting therapy, whatever, anything for me to get my mental health right. But at the end of the day, it falls on me because I have to take that next step. When obviously, once at least in Massachusetts, once you're past 26, like you're on your own, you're on your own health insurance. Like you got to fucking figure it out. Your your mommy and daddy, your mommy and daddy can't fucking call for you. And like you have Mm -hmm. to step up and um that was in you know like a lot of adults don't do that and Mm. it's unfortunate um i think with the power of social media as of lately that people are starting to feel more comfortable about their mental health and opening up about it me i've probably the early on stages um oh obviously ashamed like i felt ashamed to talk about my mental health struggles and like where it got to a point where i almost took my own life but uh i'm proud and happy of myself to be sitting here today talking with you about like my struggles and how i've overcame stuff so it's like and that all started with me that started with me right there like yes it was influenced by family and stuff like that but that started with me making those calls making that next step showing up week in and week out and you know, I, I learned the hard way that if you skip a week because you're having a good fucking week, it does you no good. And I hope people can learn from that just hearing from my from maybe my story, whatever. But like, that's kind of what it's like with these NHL players. The team can only help so much if you're not willing to help yourself, then they can't really help you. Right. And it looks like I mean, it's so common now Two players go into the league with. They're so young and they already have girlfriends or wives, and then they start a family so young. And it's like, you know, everyone says once once um once you have like a kid or kids, you know, you're not you're not living for yourself anymore. You're you're living for them, you're working for them. And I can't even imagine if I left my little one behind in this world or even my wife. So it's like, or even my friends, family, whatever, like. You know, the fact that sometimes it makes me sick to my stomach that I even consider that just because there's truly nothing wrong in my life. I had great parents. I had great friends. It was just, you know, unfortunately, sometimes your, you, your head's just not right. And I hope players, you can, well, unfortunately I, I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, right? But I hope players continue to step up and take that next step for themselves, because I mean, mental health is wealth, baby. Like you, you you gotta, if if hockey comes second, third, fourth to anything, family first, like your mental health first, man, like, because you're no good to yourself. You're no good to your family. You're no good to your hockey team. If you're not good to your family, yourself or anything like it. it, And I, I like to think that's why players are coming more forward. And, entering the player's assistance program, but it could also be a problem in the NHL itself. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe something that the NHL has to look into. But the nice thing is too, is they do have that program. Not, not we, you know, like I could, ha- I could not have insurance right now and I wouldn't have the access that they do, right? Like, yeah. I know in Canada, you guys get free healthcare, but it's fucked. I remember when you fucked up your leg, you were sitting in the hospital for a whole 12 day. Hours. 12 yeah.
1: hours for an x-ray.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's yeah. fucking bananas. Like, I mean, for Christ's sake, when I fucking fucked up my elbow a few months ago, I went to the hospital the next morning and I was probably in and out within two hours, got stitched yeah. up, got some x-rays, whatever I was in and out. So I was fortunate about that. But like, I mean, they'll even take you if you don't have insurance, obviously, but that's a bigger bill to foot. But, um, long story short, man, I it's nice to see that players are more comfortable with entering the player yeah. assistance program. And I could be saying that completely wrong, but like it does suck to see how many players are entering the player assistance program, and that's a scary yeah. thing and i just it just sucks
1: because you worry about people that's why it
0: sucks you know like
1: you want the best for these people like you're not saying like oh fuck the league and these guys they're all scumbags you're saying like damn dude like this sucks that like you know these many guys are going through this shit but on the flip side like you said the stigma is going away which is the positive way to look at this thing right which 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 we have to
0: exactly And and that's what's nice to see
1: um and like to kind of like bring this back to the bruins i guess like some news that we got yesterday that was a little shitty uh matt patra had to get soldier soldier sh- soldier yeah soldier shoulder surgery there we go get it brett you got it okay. um <laughs> he just he had to get sold shoulder surgery holy shit and he'll be out for the next five months big blow to the bruins but it's, like, what we were just talking about. Like, thank God the Bruins have such a great organization. And, you know, like, players that have gone through big surgeries like this before, McAvoy, Grislyk, um, you know, you can name, you can go down the list and name in them. Like, Potsy's going to have to have, like, a good mental mindset going into this. Like, having his his rookie year essentially cut short due to injury and like you know it's the name of the game it's like the everything we've just been saying but at the same time like it you know it does suck for potsy you know he's probably going monty talked about how today that he came in already and he's talking to the the mental and physical training staff about which way they go about this like it doesn't just come down to doing drugs and partying too hard you know what i mean like i i you we I'm ex- I'm excited to see where this goes for Patra, as well as upset that this had to even happen in the first place. You know,
0: because I think he's gonna is.
1: battle back from this. I
0: think he's gonna come
1: back next year, dog.
0: I think he's gonna come back bigger and stronger next year. Yeah. Yes,
1: that's why they did this.
0: Yeah, and and I I get it. Like, yeah, it's tough to build strength when after shoulder surgery. See how I got on their first first try, buddy. Take notes, yeah. but now I'm going to fuck really? it up next time. But I say
1: dude, it. dude, we can't even say Calgary. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, the other people are just saying they're wrong, but uh, no, it's, you know, you, you gotta imagine and hope that, you know, he's, he's able to come back bigger and better next year. And, that's one thing about him i mean even looking at him with his gear off he just looks like a fucking kid at suffolk you know like Mm -hmm. he looks at he looks like a kid just strolling strolling around Com ave in between classes at bu whatever right (laughs) like and like thank you for picking
1: the thank you for picking the the ncaa team that's in boston thank you
0: yeah just like boston college
1: <laughs> it's in the fucking name no but that's another thing too sorry to cut you off but patra's staying he's staying in boston for the rest of the year to hang out with the team which is great
0: which is the right thing to do for yeah.
1: don't send him home oh this guy just fucking left me oh i lost boosie i don't know what the fuck just happened i'm just gonna keep rambling here but yeah, like you know, it it it's does it sucks a lot for, um Potra like getting injured like this, and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs>
0: My shit just fucking. All right, we're still recording. I was
1: like, time. I was like, oh shit, we just lost Boosie. All right, I guess I'll just ramble for a My bit Google here.
0: Chrome just fucking browser just shit dude, the bed. It just dude, streamyard's been giving me issues
1: lately. Uh, yeah, it's still better is. than Zoom though. Zoom phone. oh yeah, way better.
0: Thanks. But no, I, I'm glad I'm glad Potter's sticking around. I think it's good for him and it gives him the proper training as well, the proper rehab. Um, and just stick around with the team, man. Like it's build that chemistry and feel like one of the boys. I mean, if he goes home, then he's just gonna be living off, you know, Phil's uh Phil's uh well, I guess he's still yeah on his credit those, card Bills, bill yeah but yeah you know he's just gonna have to go do chores here and there where he can be an nhl or here and no many
1: sticks you know, potsy no many sticks potsy <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, no i'm glad he's sticking around i think it's the right move
1: yeah. what yeah what dude i don't exactly know where ontario he's from i probably should as a ontarian But, like, why – I was going to say, why send him back to Guelph? Like, you know, like, obviously be with his family and stuff. Like, I don't mean it like that. I just mean, like, I think this would really help the mental and healing process to know, hey, you're still a part of this team. Because let's not forget, he did just go – the funniest fucking thing is everyone – this just proves the fucking World Juniors thing, by the way. I wanted to say this on a pod, but now that it's been, like, talked about. Potra goes to the World Juniors, you know, doesn't doesn't medal, whatever. Doesn't get injured though. Comes back first game, gets injured in the NHL. You know what I yeah. mean? Like all the people, are like don't send him. He's gonna get injured. I hate that fucking. That's even a thing. But it's just like you know these my what the, what I'm making this an example of is um it this shit can happen. Doesn't matter who you are or when it is. Like Pasternak could get injured fucking tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like and the yep. people being like, patra should have never been here because now he's injured. That's such a bad, lazy take. Like, don't be like that. He's, but he was like tenth in the team in fucking points. Like, come on now. Let we're not we're not spinning that narrative.
0: Well, the that's the thing too is like he was having like despite his up and down struggle, he was having a good year, good enough year to where I thought he should have been in the lineup more often. Like, he's certainly Mm -hmm. better in my eyes than Bovquist, but. I understand the scheduled night offs, which I I totally understand. Like you've seen them do that with not the Bruins, but other teams do that with their rookies in previous years. But for them to for them to do that, uh, I forget where I was going with that. What the fuck was I talking about? Um, oh, his is two so. He wasn't. He wasn't a liability in the lineup, in my opinion. Like he, no. he still had a good two hundred foot game. So, to, I don't know, to, like, it's gonna hurt the team. It sucks. Well, but- it's like uh, Monty said in his
1: presser today. The whole reasoning, like they, they, they talked to Potsy. They talked to like Sweeney and Monty and uh, Patra had a conversation. Then they talked to his parents. After that, and then they all talked again. And they all felt like, for his career, the move here is to have the surgery now and you know start the healing process. So by the time he can be ready for next season, because as Monty said, he's going to be a big part of this team going forward into the future, right? And he also mentioned. Another reasoning for this is so he doesn't have to have scheduled games off next year. So he's ready to go like um, cardio full-time wise, right. strength wise, full time. Yeah. Like he's like my three centers next year are Zaka, Coyle, and Pacha. Uh, the top three. I don't know who the fourth is going to be, but like, yeah, you know what the, I mean? I can't like,
0: see them going out there and signing someone unless you move Zaka mm-hmm. to, Which to, makes, you know, to the no He's your best face off
1: guy right now. Makes no sense. <laughs>
0: It, it well, it's, it's not maybe the face-offs. It's just like finding someone else who can drive the middle six.
1: Mm, yeah, in like, this off season, yeah, 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 I get. What but I saying. mean,
0: the it's slim pickings out there. So, so, like, what's projected to be out there in free agency? It's slim Pickens. So, mm. um, we'll obviously save that for another day. But yeah, no, it's it, it's it sucks. But I don't think it changes anything with the Bruins like do you see them doing anything differently at the trade deadline uh
1: no no I I do have like tidbits but I don't want to talk about it this week but I I sorry yes sorry I sorry I meant no no and I just used what I was thinking in my head out loud that was so stupid no (laughs) no as in I don't want to talk about it but yes I do think this changes the trade deadline um for the Bruins this year I don't know what it means um do you move geekier Frederick in the middle and you know go out and get a winger I don't know we're not going to talk about it this week but you know what I mean like I don't know what it shifts I don't even know if they were going to go out and do anything before this you know what I mean like I know yeah maybe if there's a defensive swap you can make cool other than that you're not trading all mark for a fucking top six center. You know what I mean? Like you need no, you not. clearly need your fucking goalies this year.
0: No, you you definitely do. And um that yeah, like you're not I just don't see it where you're trading one of your goaltenders. Well, I don't see it where you're trading Allmark this year, basically. Obviously yeah. you're not gonna trade obviously you're not gonna trade um Jesus Swayman, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: I'm, dude, I'm less worried about trades. I'm more worried about extending Sway In DeBrusque. <laughs> I know at this point, like that's... I know
0: Bruins. Bruins cap space did a hypothetical with if Zoom and Sway gets six times six and a half, which I'm fine with. Oh, then they did a hypothetical if you get Hannafin too. Yeah, which exactly. at him at seven and a half. But and then I, I, listen, we're not going to get into trade stuff. But no, I get the argument that. Vegas had so so much money, you know, whatever on the back end. I think it was twenty four million, maybe twenty eight. is was one or the other. Yeah, I get that. But they also have Jack Eichel. They had Jack Eichel. They have Mark Stone driving those lines. You have, you know, uh, William Carlson, your third line centerman who can produce. He can score. So I. <laughs> I don't. It, I, I don't think the comparison is the same. That's the thing. No, and because like, yeah. you have Lindholm tied up at six and a half. You have Lori coming in too. So it's is Lori just always going to be your third third pairing. third pairing? Like that's I don't see that being the case in the future, where he's going to be a top pairing and maybe and then the are you on- pay Lindholm six and a half to play the bottom pairing. No, the,
1: the only argument for it is um Tampa Bay did this with Sergachev and it actually helped his development having him on the bottom pair and putting him on the power play minutes and stuff like that. I get that argument. I don't know. I just I think if you're gonna go get a defenseman like that like I I like Lori McAvoy. I like how they work together so like man this off season is gonna be so fucking interesting for the Boston Bruins. It honestly. really is yeah honestly. It's, I have, dude. I even like the people that I talk to about stuff like this. All of them are like, dude, it's, it's like nothing quiet. And then you hear Elliot Friedman be like, yeah, Boston was the other team in on Lindholm. And even the people I talk to about this that are close to like, one of them's really close to the team. He was like, I didn't even know we were in on fucking Lindholm. So like, Sweeney's keeping a tight lip. Good. I like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's bad for our pod, but I, I like yeah. that, though. I like that because obviously you found out that the Bruins were in on Lindholm and they wanted an extension to come with it. and
1: Sounded like Lysel first and another player to, to me. Ross, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm not doing or that. Or Frederick. Or Frederick. Or
0: Frederick, which I'm certain. And the certain extension
1: was Fred. probably eight times 9.5, which is fucking
0: crazy. Fuck that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, And that's the thing, too. One thing about the Hannafin thing I'll say, the 7.5 is what Calgary's offering him to stay. That doesn't mean he'd sign that to come home to Boston. That's the only thing I'm going to preface about Hannafin, from yep. people like, projecting a Hannafin number. Like, we're still fucking six months from that happening if he opens if he hits the free agent market but i just yep. want people to think like he's probably not gonna take he probably wouldn't take seven and a half coming to boston that's fucking crazy high
0: no to fucking live in taxachusetts hell no yeah. dude yeah hell no i yeah i don't i don't see that happening but yeah so i uh, well, that's a that's a trade piece trade target off the There's market your trade the target. yeah yeah <laughs> There you guys. There you guys go. Enjoy. But um yeah, no, we'll we'll wait and see as the uh as we get closer to the trade deadline. We actually we are literally a month out. Yeah, we're literally a month out today. Yeah, a month to month well, to as yesterday. We're recording. Yeah, 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 yesterday. Um
1: Every time we say that stuff, I feel like I'm in Limitless, and like I don't know what day it is anymore. You know, when he does way too much of the fucking the drug that makes him smart, and he's
0: just they all blend together after. Dude, imagine if that pill existed. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. We'd be screwed as a society. It does. It does does exist. It's It's a beta blocker, bro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't be such a bitch, bro.
0: I'm I'm very excited for tonight's game. Obviously, I wish we could be able to talk about, about it
1: real quick. How do you feel about the Bruins going forward post, okay, post All Star Game, post Patra injury, current Lauco on line three, and forward in the lineup? How do you feel for the Bruins going into the playoffs if if they make if they just go out and get a depth guy at the deadline? Let's say this is your roster plus a depth forward to. Replace uh Patra's contract spot. So,
0: if, if the depth guy is like a Marcus Johansson kind of trade, is that what you're talking about? You're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, me? exactly. I'd I feel fifth good. Fifth round pick for
1: John Han- Johansson. Let's I say that's all good.
0: they do. I like, yeah, Johansson from like 2019, like something like that. I would feel really good about that just because then you're you got some chemistry, you got. Four solid lines, four ish Mm -hmm. solid lines. He plays all three positions. Yep. Plays all three, like, solid, like, plays the game solid, like, doesn't necessarily make mistakes. And like, yeah, forward still on the team, but at the end of the day, though, you could still like depending on matchups and stuff too, cycle him in and out. Like I I still think I still look at it as like Lorai being a possibility for the playoffs just because of what he brings to the team offensively.
1: No, no cap in the playoffs either. You can roll a 23 man roster.
0: Yeah. And like, obviously he'll he'll be a black ace or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Black ace. Um so, no, I, I'd i feel good about that. Like, I, I don't want the Bruins to make significant changes, but, like, I know everyone loves Lauku and everyone hates how I say his fucking name, which I get, I get. But I um I don't, like, if you're going into the playoffs with him on the third line, I don't feel good about that. And I think I don't that's know why... What, I don't know what I
1: Heinen did to get bumped down. I know. I know, playing decent. Like, it's I, so know I know.
0: That's, that's what was weird, too, is, like... Maybe because he felt like it might have been penalties. a showcase. I feel that's like it might I, have been a showcase. That's why. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like it's just a showcase. I don't think. I don't think he'll be on the team past the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Like, if
1: the Bruins make a trade where like they're trading, trading, I think Lauko's a throw-in because, like you've you've said multiple times, his contract's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like for eight hundred fifty k. What he year, gives like, you? Pass it up and, like. I can understand Steen, but Steen's an RFA, or he might be a UFA, but his contract's yeah. up. after this year, Yeah,
1: but like Lauko comes with fighting. Like, he'll put his face in front of a skate. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, play, like, he, he plays
0: he, harder. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the other He's night... He's playoff-type player. Yep, and the other night when the Bruins were basically all bark, no bite, you had Lauko really the only one kind of trying to do something, bring the team back, mm-hmm. but... They just look like a defeated team as soon as the puck dropped. They look like they were still on vacay, which it's whatever. It's one fucking game. But if judging by the timeline the other night, it looked like it was game seven in the Stanley Cup finals. But a lot of <laughs> hockey left. As a boy, Davis likes to say a lot of hockey left. A lot and, uh, of hockey left. I'm not worried about it. Um, I think the Bruins will respond against Vancouver. And I mean... It's funny how like a complete 180. Bruins fans can do at times because you got to remember the last game before the trade before the All Star break, the Bruins just spanked absolutely spanked uh, the Philadelphia Flyers and posted that two, two quick goals and called it a night. Yeah, they, they were on a tear. A tear. You got the struggling Capitals coming into town Saturday. It's you got be Tampa awesome. on tuesday seattle so like you got some struggling teams coming in the lightning just lost one of their best defensemen um Mm -hmm. the kings have been struggling they they just made a coaching change capitals have been struggling lost one of their better players who take it for what you want take it for what it is but like yeah he's he sucked this year but he's still one of their better players Mm -hmm. uh cracking their hit or miss so you have potential and then you then you go on your western canadian tour some good team bonding over there. I imagine the Bruins will be looking for some redemption against the flames. The Oilers have been hot. on those trips. You know, what's crazy to me. What's crazy to me is the Oilers went on a 16 game winning streak Dude. and they, they only have 29 wins and they only have 59 points.
1: Dude, even crazier. They are five points ahead of fucking Vegas or five, five games in hand or some shit like that. They're like oh, they dude. played the ma- they played the least amount of games in the league.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't even realize that. Yeah,
1: dude, they've got like they could win three of those five oh, games yeah. and still have such a big gap, or like one of those five games.
0: Yeah. Holy dude, shit.
1: That's It's so funny because um in the part time parlay, I actually hit that bet and ended their streak single-handedly because I was like, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, man who would have bet on fucking Edmonton to make this turnaround? Like a lot of people had them down and out. There's no way. Right. How, but then yeah. you look back on it, you're like, how do you bet on two of the best fucking players played against? Sorry. The two of the best players in the world. Well, after I started thinking about that, I'm like, let's reverse jinx. This Vegas <laughs> is not going to let them keep like, you know, Bruce Cassidy, like Vegas is not going to let them come into their barn and let them keep this like streak going. Right. And, uh, they they were plus money on the money. They were plus money on the money line. I took it and i never felt more confident of a bet in my life, honestly.
0: Bruins tonight, minus 145 on the money line. Bruins plus 170 puck line minus yeah, one in the Professor a half.
1: Puck has that. He has them three way and a win in I'm, overtime. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm taking I am taking the uh puck line tonight. Obviously, you guys will hear about it too late. Taking the Bruins puck line tonight, plus 170. Win me some cash, Ola. Um, let's
1: much. let's double that up. We're going to boosty bets this. I'm taking the puck line against Washington, if you want to ride that with us.
0: Fucking I don't know right. what That's it is cool, yet,
1: but I'm taking puck line and a win in regulation on that probably one. Probably
0: going to be like Bruins puck line. Wait, you said money line or puck line?
1: I'm going to take uh, puck line and regulation on saturday okay. so yeah, yeah the i'll tell i'll med- text it to you so you can make a boozy bets
0: yeah well I'll, I'll yeah 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 so um or just throw it out there and uh the yeah, I was prim- gonna say, i'll just parlay. add it to the prime time parlay yeah, 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 you're right. throw that yeah. Out there. and uh maybe once i we'll have uh, the part
1: prime time parlay and you know how like chicklets and them do like a crazy one and yeah. it'll be like the Boosie Bats primetime parlay where we add your bet in to make yeah, it a four-leg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell yeah. That, that would be fun. But uh, yeah. as far as that, I mean, I know you got to get going soon. Yeah,
1: I gotta, I'm going to hop in off this right onto the live stream.
0: Yeah. Uh, we will
1: be live at I don't know what time. Look for a tweet Friday uh, while you're listening to this. We will be live again. We're live every day. Look for the tweet. It'll tell you what time it is and what picks we made for the day so you can either ride along with us fade us Uh, just like to preface we are not professional gamblers I'm not telling you to put this money down <laughs> this is for fun <laughs> I'm having fun we're having fun you know we're hoping to win some money here gambling yep. is a very addictive thing please get the help if you need it that's all I'm asking because you know <laughs> never bet more than you have that's what I that's what I want to prefer
0: absolutely baby you said it right you said it spot on Ah, uh, with that being said, Friday's payday.
1: Bet oh, it all. all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bet the fucking house. Mel um, keeps saying that he's betting his whole life savings on our picks.
0: Yeah, all, as we're as we're reading, reading the disclaimer nowadays, right? off. <laughs> as yeah. we're
1: reading the disclaimer off, Mel's like, "I just lost my life savings on your picks last night." I was like, "Yeah, well, screwed.
0: my kid's already right, not going to college, so there goes his savings." <laughs> Dude, I no. don't think
1: he'd want to be a Chestnut Hill alumni. I'm sorry.
0: Well, oh, good thing that's not a college because we got Boston College. <laughs> fly, Eagle, fly. No, but check it uh, out if you want to win some money. If you want to double your paycheck Friday, check it out. But as Brett said, mm-hmm. gamble responsibly. And um, as far as that, I think that just about wraps it up for episode numero seven zero. Do you have anything you want to add?
1: No, just yeah, look out for the prime time previews. We're gonna be doing more doing more Twitch streams and stuff since I got oh, that figured yeah. out. Um, we're actually gonna be doing Twitch streams now where all of our faces are on the video, which oh, is gonna be yeah. very interesting to see how that oh, goes. Oh, yeah, baby. We got baseball ones in the work for all our uh dual sports fans. Uh I'm trying to work on the football guys about Madden. They apparently say the game sucks, so I'm leaving it at that because I don't fucking play it.
0: Madden has always sucked,
1: but yeah. yeah. So, but we're doing different stuff. Uh, Live streams, like I said, Uh, we got great podcasts coming out of PTP. Keep your eye out for that type of stuff. Um, Yeah, weather's getting a little nicer. The fucking playoffs are right around the corner here.
0: Let's go, dude. I know fucking Saturday here is going to be almost sixty degrees, dude.
1: Yeah, uh, it was fifty five
0: here yesterday i
1: think like, fuck man I might dude it's so annoying it. i know fahrenheit now
0: <laughs> i just Welcome know it by so. <laughs> i
1: know it by heart i just think about what it is in my head and i'm like oh yeah that, that's what it is so, yep yep oh, You, oh. you Marissa and fucking mel have broken me
0: fucking rights well, Mel Mel broke my back, so we're even hey yo, hey, yo. whoa! Well, no that that will about wrap it up for episode seven 0 and um we appreciate you guys. this was this was a good one to get off. um it's a I'm different glad. one. It was nice. It was nice to open up yeah. a little bit. It was nice uh, a yeah. little, yeah. little bit of a change of pace. I hope um I hope some of the conversations we had earlier helps. Well, at least one listener, maybe. Yeah, I don't
1: know. our DMs are open always, absolutely, absolutely.
0: always. Um, you know, is always there for you, as you guys are always here for us. So, um, mm-hmm. we love you guys, and uh, I hope, I hope people can be comfortable with some of the stuff we talked about because we, everyone should be. And uh, mm-hmm. as far as that, yeah, like
1: we're just trying to open up. You know, we're yep. not trying to tell anyone what to do or anything. It's just giving our Given our experience in life, two 30-year-old fucking guys do you know that have a lot years. going on?
0: You're 28, dude. <laughs> we are. We both are. Oh yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm, I'm actually I'm not in my thirties yet. Twenty-one. But 21. no, um you dumb. No, I uh this was a good episode. Love you, Bobo. Hope you got your rest because you're covering for me next week. Everyone. uh, Everyone pray for uh, my wife and my uh, unborn son. Hoping for a healthy baby, healthy wife. I hope everyone comes out. Okay. And um, we can talk about it in two weeks. I appreciate you and Bobo stepping up and Bobby filling in for me. So not. You guys might not get a Bobby's Corner this week, but you get probably two hours of Bobby this week. (laughs) At least. At least. uh, We
1: might be running till 5 in the morning knowing me and Bobby. (laughs) Uh, That's fine because you know I'll be up, so yeah but yeah dude i do want to say like you know i'm so happy for you and bridget i you know i'm so excited for you guys i'm already gonna cry again i cried in your kitchen hugging you telling you the same <laughs> thing before i had to go the next day but like, like you know in, in all honesty i'm super happy for you and uh, i know that the whole only bruins community is behind you
0: fucking right appreciate you buddy love you we love yeah, you we guys really uh, a lot of you guys have been really great to me behind the scenes like reaching out and stuff like that it doesn't go unnoticed had a lot of good conversations with you guys a lot of people have i mean had a lot of great friends uh just even get the baby stuff like little brun's outfit and stuff like that and i you know i'm not going to name everyone but you guys know who you are and bobby's um, facetiming oh pick it up pick it up yeah
1: hey what's up baby live on the pod you recording yeah okay well it's gonna be a good segment <laughs> okay what are you gonna say okay my guy here this is the sean he's trying to he's trying to start his own business <laughs> and uh <laughs> so he needs some help with uh some gambling here oh okay What's up? So he wants to know what a puck line is. What does puck line mean? A puck line means that uh, that you think so. If the Boston Bruins, if you're gonna bet them on the puck line, it means you think they're gonna win by two goals.
0: At least two goals. <gasps> At
1: least okay. two goals. At least it can go over two. You taking notes?
0: Oh, okay.
1: That was good. Okay. Is, is the spread the same thing in hockey or yeah? The football? spread spread is the puck line. So spread in football is puck line in hockey. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, and then money line is just straight up. Yeah, a three way is not a menage a trois. It's actually what team you think is gonna win in regulation. (laughs) And over under is over under. If you think it's going over (laughs) or under the goals. All right. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, this guy's about to go off. Hell yeah, dude! Win some money. Send him the PTP uh, bets when you guys go live. Hell yeah, dude! Give them to me. Give it to me. All right. Love you, buddy. Boosie says love you.
0: That's fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Should I leave that in there? Yeah, Bobby calls it live.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. put that yeah, in the dude.
1: description. Bobby calls it live. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fucking... Oh, man, that's awesome. No, that was oh, yeah. perfect timing. But, um, yeah, no, we... we uh, As we were saying before, Brett, I appreciate you. Um... I won't name everyone, but I, I think people who are listening right now know who they are. Between whether it's buying my uh, my little baby boy something or just reaching out, checking in on uh, me and the wifey, seeing how every everything's holding up, it doesn't go unnoticed. I love you guys. I'm very much excited for not everyone because a lot of fucking weirdos out on twitter but the 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 real ones to uh meet baby boosie and uh i, I can't wait to come back and uh talk about it all with you guys man I, i'm i'm really fucking excited so. i
1: know man it's gonna be like a whole pod i'm so pumped <laughs> yeah, we're I not know, even talking
0: i know because i don't even know how many fucking bruins games i'll be able to actually watch but regardless, man I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back uh recording with you and uh i i appreciate Bobby. Uh, hopping in on there and uh, filling in for me, but with that being said, I know you gotta go. Holy fuck! But yeah, that wraps. That wraps it up. I love you guys. We love you guys. Stay cool. Till next time. Peace. I just can't